It's Against All Odds presented by FanDuel. The second half of the NBA season is here, and you could bet on the action with an assist from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, you could check out the new and improved Parlay Hub, filtered by odds, sport, and bet type to easily find the most popular parlays and same-game parlays all on one page. Plus, start betting on the Explore page and the Pulse and bet live same-game parlays for every NBA game. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit theringer.com slash RG to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 or older and present in select states. You have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit theringer.com slash RG. This episode is brought to you by Lincoln in the all-new 2024 Nautilus Hybrid, featuring a customizable 48-inch panoramic display, available Revel audio system, and available perfect position front seats with active motion massage. Oh, my God. The world isn't wide enough. Visit Lincoln.com to learn more. Some models, trims, and features may not be available or may be subject to change. Check with your local retailer for current information. Lincoln and Nautilus are trademarks of Ford or its affiliates. Producing this disaster for show and joining me as always, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting. Let's see what else I could say about it. My overlords of the odds, the D3, Harry, Brother Bry, Darren, the Parley Kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? What's shaking, Sal? What's going on, buddy? Well, 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 first things first, when somebody hits a 33 to 1 long shot on this show, we are going to congratulate them. Uh, but until then, mm. let's move on to Deshaun Watson. No, no, Harry. No, congratulations. Blake Snell, National uh, League Cy Young winner. You gave that out in, uh, I don't know, what was it, late March? 33 to before 1. The season, before the season started. Yes. Good job. Yep. Yep. No money on it. No money on it. I'm being honest. <laughs> oh, you I got don't me. lie. You I beat me to it. Bit. You beat me to it. <laughs> I, I, I uh, No money on it. I did have the... Uh, the pitcher probably going to finish second in the American League. I bet him, but yeah, yeah, no money on it, but uh, still a nice pick, and hopefully some people made some money with that. So hopefully some people did. I will have to say, Parley Kid, this, without getting into details, this may have been the most controversial bet uh, in Against All Odds history in terms of um, the reaction to it, how bad it was starting out, how people pointed out how bad it was. I think you can get Blake Snell up to 150 to 1. That's how bad he, uh, yeah. how poor a start he had. Sure. People if, are people are person. People are oh, lots of people. Yeah, long time listener. I know that has the receipts of um, hitting uh-huh. uh, hitting Snell at 150 to one a couple wow. weeks into the season. So right. co- congratulations. One, uh, one could say I'm owed our, some of that money. One could say I owed some of that. that, that yeah, winning, well, so if you didn't that. make this listener some losers along the way, I guess. And maybe I don't know how many receipts he or she has. But all right. Well, anyway, this whole thing resulted in, yes, 150 to one. And I guess I'll be paying for a lawyer with that money. I don't know. I don't know how it works. Uh, Blake Snell, Parley Kid, it's good to hear you laugh. And you and Harry went at it uh, hot and heavy there about Dalton Schultz yesterday. I'm not even sure. We broke it out. We made a video of it. Yeah, that Harry was good. Claims. 
It made me seem like I really dominated that uh, that argument. So that was really you, can th- you can think that you did. You can think well, that you did. But here's still, the thing. I'm still another- going back. So let I'm me not- just go over what it was. Harry yes, is uh, God, claiming please. that Dalton Schultz um, is having the year, a career year with Houston under C.J. Stroud. A rookie's they're definitely doing well. It's it's all a knock on the Cowboys and um, and I guess Dak Prescott and it originated with. Finally, someone's using him well, and the Parley kid took exception to that. Go ahead, Parley kid. No, and that's it. And I'm look, Schultz is having a very fine year, but yeah. it's really no different from the three years prior to this that he's had mm. with the Cowboys. Harry's cool. argument is, well, he's averaging a yard more per catch. That's his argument at this point. No, it's if, that's part of my argument. He's if also, anything, his production is down for catches per game from what right. it was two years ago with the Cowboys. The guy has always Two been a solid ago, player. Then, he's a solid he's also, player who's getting paid a lot of money to actually perform better than he did with the Cowboys as well. Yeah. Also, throw in, though, Darren, the two years ago, Dallas had all putting up points left and right, and they used Schultz okay. I'm not saying they, they misused him and that he wasn't used at all. He was used decently, but not what he's doing, what he's doing well, with Houston with a rookie quarterback with a team that won three games last year. He's having a season of his career and he still has like eight, nine games and to no, go and that's to the do time better you, than he did two years he's ago. He's having the season of his career, but that's not true. <laughs> His numbers right. are the same as what they've been. They could be even better. <laughs> they yeah, could be right. Just basing it on what it could be. My point is Dallas wins 10-11 games and you guys brag about Dallas winning 10-11 games. Okay, and Jones had two, a nice season two years ago. He's having so, it with a so team that this, won three games anything, last year with a rookie quarterback. Right, so <laughs> being that they paid him, he's probably one of their top offensively paid players. I love this. How Nobody many else is fighting over Dalton he Jones. Should. I love Austin it. Hooper <laughs> got paid $43 million to go to Atlanta three years ago and hasn't done squat Speaking in the NFL of Atlanta, since. Harry, speaking Speaking of Atlanta, because I went back, Brian, you know, I always like, all right, if Harry called this, I remember him liking Dalton Schultz in the beginning of the year and being like, oh, the Cowboys are losing their second best receiver. This could be a problem. Like, yeah, whatever. He went off on Gallup. And for the most part, he's right. Although I don't know why he's most vocal the week after Gallup has the the, the game of his career. But okay. one catch, all one right. touchdown. So First anyway. one in 35 games. All right. So anyway, well, this, this is fun. Is, this is going to be the breakout again, right? Well, this is <laughs> I know, we're never going to get off Dalton Schultz. <laughs> one uh, touchdown in 35 games. Harry, you like Dalton Schultz? from the beginning and I'm thinking all right let me look back at our fantasy uh, draft here um Harry in the sixth round took Kyle Pitts and then dumb, dumb. in the the 12th round took Evan Ingram so I don't see Dalton Schultz anywhere Dalton Schultz wasn't drafted by the way Harry, um, I don't know when you decided to like Dalton Schultz you were talking a lot about him but he wasn't even good enough to make your uh, 118th pick. I was too busy in the sixth round getting uh, Raheem Mostert, so I don't know. Is that true? Argument. You got got Kyle Pitts in the sixth round. Okay. (laughs) Harry's argument, too, about Schultz basically being the second most productive Cowboy receiver. Doesn't that, again, go against his own argument now? Of course it does. Of course it does. Of course it does. does. All right. It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Dallas tight ends this year are on average in 11.4 yards. Ferguson has basically the same numbers as Schultz has. Let's do. I, let's. Schultz right, will have better, more receptions. <laughs> will, more will have. Now it's now, will have. All We're talking about Dallas's right now. Tight ends combined this year, Darren. Schultz uh, will have more receptions. There's always been a solid player. Why don't you player. guys make a side bet? Side of bet. That that seems fair enough. He's going to have more receptions than all three of the Cowboys' tight ends. Is that yards uh, combined? 
All right. I don't know what that and proves, though, but all right. I, I, if you guys I, want to make a side bet. With a no, rookie quarterback, ready, by the way, Darren, I'm not ready to Dak, move who's on. been around for I'm 10 ready years. to move on. I don't know. I, this rookie quarterback, what I picked him to do win offensive rookie of the year. I know. <laughs> oh, no, well. Uh, all right. right. Well, I didn't draft him in the draft. Nobody took anybody. Uh, nobody took it. Who drafted Nico Collins in the draft? Nobody. I had Nico yeah, Collins. Yeah, nobody saw this coming is what you're saying. Why would anybody? drafted him. 12th round. Okay, well, well my team sucks, though. My team sucks. Yeah. 12th round. We <laughs> got Devin Ingram in the 12th round. All right, <laughs> let, let's move that. on here. Uh, big news um, Wednesday, Deshaun Watson out for the year. Actually, Brian had a broken bone after all that, a broken, some kind of broken bone in his shoulder, played with it against the Ravens, and kind of had the best quarter of his um, the last three years. I guess we could say three years. He didn't play for a while. So uh, out for the year. And so this means a lot. Like, people were predicting nuts, the nuts. AFC North to have four playoff teams. Now, will they have three? The Browns playoff odds went from minus 385, which it's funny. I said to Tate Monday, I said, Tate, they're begging you to take the no. They're begging you to take no. Browns don't make the playoffs. Don't do it. And now they're down to minus 188. They didn't even <laughs> play a game, the Browns, and they're out a quarterback. And not Man. only that, Bry, Dorian Thompson, Hall, what is it? Arsenio Hall? Robinson, Who is Robinson. it? Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> The line moves from three and a half in the Browns' favor to one and a half in Pittsburgh's favor. I, We're not going to go over um, these. But what do you think? I will say I am totally in favor with the DTR, Dorian Thompson Robinson. Like I'm totally in favor. Look, because they think, again, the thing with Walker is you know what you're going to get. Yeah, maybe, maybe you sneak into the playoffs with Walker and you lose the first round, or maybe, you know, maybe he keeps you in some of these games. But what we saw from Robinson in the preseason, he was really good. I, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt for that last game when he filled in, because that was like the day of, that was like an hour before the game started. It's like, mm. Oh yeah, you're starting. So he never really had that, you know, and, right. I, and I, that I was his only start, his only technical start. Yeah. Cause it was so bad. I th I'm pretty sure. Did he start the next game and get taken? Bench right I'll, I'll look it up, but you, you yeah, keep talking. Uh, but uh, no, I, thought, I think just the upside is there, right? The upside's there with Robinson. You know, he can run the ball if they need to, if they need him to run the ball. So I, I like it because it just gives you, it gives yeah, you a right. little more hope. I think with Walker, it's just, kind of, you know, and look, if Robinson, if Robinson sucks, they're not going to make the playoffs. I mean, there's a good chance with Walker, maybe they wouldn't mm. either. So, well, there's talk I, I, about I like the I like the upside. McCoy in or something. I don't know. I like but, the upside. Uh, yeah, you're right. He was 19 for 36. That was really his own full game. 19 for 36, 121 and three interceptions. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I bet him that day. So I know they lost, they lost 28 to three. I don't know, Parley <laughs> kid. We still have faith in the, uh, in the Browns, I'm not giving. I'm not giving up just yet. Well, why would you give up? There's not this except for the second half of football. Deshaun Watson played the other day. Yeah, he's been a less mm -hmm. than mediocre quarterback himself, and they've still been winning football games. Right. So if they can, if they can put a quarterback out on that field that can be semi efficient, not turn the ball over, this team could still win football games. Sal. So uh, mm -hmm. I, I think right now is the time. To maybe really even jump on them, and I, I think they might go out and get another a veteran guy uh, to bring in to just you know lend a steady hand if necessary. We've seen these teams do it, uh, yeah. So I, I, I uh, don't uh, dislike the Browns at this point because I just don't think Watson up until the second half of that game last week hadn't really given them much anyway. Yeah, I just wonder if there's any way to do this. I know trade deadline, all these things come and go. But if there's any way to put Dalton Schultz in the 
shotgun and have him take snaps. <laughs> I think this team, the sky's Might the limit right. for this team. Just rely yeah. on the defense, Al. You, you still got a shot with your, your all your bets with Cleveland. Uh, rely on your defense. Um, you know, and, and Ford's been good, okay, filling in for Chubb, 4.3 yards of carry, but Gar- uh, Garrett's been great. Yeah, they are. I mean, they're the hard luck team of the year for sure. I mean, you may not like them, but you know, with Nick yeah. Chubb and a decent Deshaun Watson, not even what he did in the second half, but just decent. They're for sure making the playoffs. And now it's, like I said, 188. Let's go mm. to uh, that same division Thursday night. Here's the game. Baltimore, Cincinnati. Did this remain at three and a half? Right. I think it did. We're still uh, playing with the three and a half. This is three and a half and 46 is the over under two awful losses last week from these teams. The Bengals had a lead on Houston early and then Stroud took over. Um, Ravens was a worse loss in terms of a choke job. They were up double digits in the fourth versus Cleveland and couldn't run it out. Big turnover by uh, by Jackson there. I, I think it's a bigger game for Cincinnati at five and four. If you look at their schedule, although I think their playoff possibilities went up like 3% after mm. the Deshaun Watson news, all this said, I'm taking Baltimore. Um, they won 27, 24 when they met earlier in the year. I'm going to take them minus the three and a half, you know, Burrow's going to be asked to pick it up, but the Ravens lead the NFL in opponent yards per pass attempt, giving up just 4.7 mm. T Higgins ruled out already. Sam Hubbard on the other side of the ball ruled out. Um, which is already going to be uh, yeah. a problem. They're going to have their hands full uh, Cincinnati defensively. Keaton Mitchell's been excellent, 14 yards per carry, and then they stopped giving him the ball. But I think Todd Monken will make the adjustment. He'll see a heavier, uh, heavier dose there. Bengals 31st against the run, 31st at five yards per carry. So that's bad news for them. I'm going Baltimore, eight and four against the number in their last 12 20 to 14 final, low scoring. I know Harry's not going to like this, but low scoring as these night games uh, pretty much all have been. That's my pick. Pauly Kidd, you, uh, you're with me with Baltimore. I agree. I wish this was sitting at three and I could buy, obviously get it down to three if I want, but I think I'll roll the dice here with the Ravens. And a lot of it is because of what I am reading about Cincy. They just seem to be really banged up after this past weekend. Uh, as you saw without Higgins, on the defensive side of the ball, they're banged up. I even think Chase, uh, you know, the word is he's playing, but his back has been bothering him. That can never be a good thing, especially mm-hmm. for a wide receiver. So I just think on this short week, home team advantage here for the Ravens. Uh, and the Ravens, yes, uh, with this young running back now that they've inserted in, he's added a little bit uh, of a speed element uh, to this team. Uh, Zay Flowers has been a really nice rookie, having a really yeah. nice rookie season for them. And Andrews is always all reliable there uh, for this team. I think the Ravens do get it done this week. I mean, look, they, they could almost be undefeated, this uh, this Ravens team, uh, if they hadn't shot themselves in the foot a couple of so let's take Very the Ravens weird. here minus three and a half. So Very weird. They're three losses. Bizarre losses. Makes, yes. you, makes you wonder about what's going to happen in uh, January with them. And I, I thought they were going to be the fiercest opponent for anyone in January, but I've uh, turned around on that. All right, Brian, I know you love Cincinnati. You've made money off them the last few weeks before this past week. I know that was a bad swing for you. Uh, taking uh, Houston beating them in Cincinnati, but you're bouncing back with them. This I'm, yeah, I'm game. bouncing back with them. And is it me or does it seem like the Ravens are home every week? There's something about it. I feel yeah, like you're right. they're, old. I feel like <laughs> they're their gigantic wins are home. It's, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, it's, it's weird. It's a good but, point. <laughs> I mean, I, I, w- I, I said this yesterday, but I would feel much better if this game was Sunday. You know, the Thursday nights are really tough, but I will take mm-hmm. the points here. This game is always tough, right? And the last four, these two teams split, right? But the Bengals' two losses 
to the Ravens were by two and by three. I think this is going to be another one of those AFC North battles, 24-21, 20-17, something like that, really yeah. close. Uh, you know, and, and this is one that you brought this up, Sal, yesterday. Even if the Bengals are down 10 late, right, Burrow can easily get a cover late in this game. Uh, but I, I still have faith in them. I, you know, I, I thought as of two weeks ago, this is a team that was maybe heading back to the to yeah. the Super Bowl. I still have faith. I can't can't jump off here now. And it, it, the one thing I was concerned about is I thought Hendrickson maybe wasn't going to play. It looks like he's probably playing, which is huge for them because we talk about injuries for the Bengals, though. Yeah. The Ravens, Stanley's going to be out. Their left yep. tackle, their best lineman is going to be out for them. And also Humphrey's probably out for them on the defensive side of the ball. So they're also missing key players here. So I, I think this is a three-point game either way. So give me Cincy uh, getting three and a half. It is weird. I asked you guys yesterday, who do you trust in the playoffs? Which quarterbacks? And I thought it might just be. It really might be down to Hurts and Mahomes. And then the Parley kid said, Burrow. I'm like, okay, all right, I'll sign off on those three. Definitely could trust them in the playoffs, but I, I don't know that they're going to make it. I really don't at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like, I like the quarterback yeah, I on the road at, at, at Baltimore or at Kansas right. City, but I don't like them these next five. It's very strange. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's so week to week this league. All right, Harry, this was your cartoon pick. Harry put out another cartoon. It's Harry, exclamation point. He tweeted it. Go check it out at AAO Harry on x and uh i mean the, the cartoon has everything it makes you laugh it may i don't want to give away the ending but you lose your keys it's very i, I choked up a little bit but anyway <laughs> you uh did give a pick in there somewhere i did give out over 46 you guys mentioned no hubbard uh and you know Hendricks, hendrickson banged up two best pass rushers for cincinnati 51 points in the earlier matchup Burrow has gone for 347 and 348 passing yards the last two weeks. Cincy and Houston combined for 57 last week and over 900 yards of offense. The Ravens, and you mentioned Sal, blew their game against Cleveland, gave up 33 mm. points. But the good side uh, with this Ravens offense, they've been very, very tough to stop and scored 31 points or more in four straight games. Give me the over 46 on Thursday night, a game we finally care about on a Thursday night yeah. over 46. Is That's for sure. Uh, Harry ignoring the uh, monster trend, staring him in the face with the unders. This is um, Evan Abrams tweeted, night games under are now 25 and 7 this season. Ooh. The unders have hit wow. 11 straight Ooh. night games, Bry, and wow. 15 of the last 16. And night unders are 65 and 29 Ooh. since the start I, of last year. I, I guess he should have listened to the Joel character on the cartoon, right? Versus the, <laughs> right, exactly. The which, side of, which shoulder do you listen to? And, and why is I he couldn't even tell that was Joel, and it's my cartoon. <laughs> why is he losing car keys? It's not he your cartoon, be, he Harry. Don't ever, you're going to get sued. Yeah. Right, he should yeah. be losing wedding rings, right? Car keys. Oh, it, it that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Car keys you can hold on to. All right. <laughs> yes. All right, Harry going against the end. All right, let's take a quick break, and then we'll be back to talk more Dalton Schultz. This episode is brought to you by NetSuite by Oracle. As your business grows, you might start seeing some lag. There's too much work for your team, too many different processes, and it takes forever to close the books. If this sounds like you, you should know these three numbers, 37,000, 25, and 1. 37,000 is the number of businesses that have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. It's a cloud financial system that can help streamline accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25. That's how many years NetSuite has been helping businesses do more with less. And one, because your one-of-a-kind business deserves a customized solution for your KPIs. It's like when you come here for this podcast or when you check out your favorite website to gather all the info you need to make better decisions for your fantasy leagues. Well, NetSuite does that for your business and then some. 
It's one efficient system, one source of truth with everything you need to grow. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash ringer. That is netsuite.com slash ringer. All right, we're back. Uh, we're not done with that Thursday night game. We need our props. We're unfortunately going to give you our first touchdown. I think you can mute us for like four minutes while we go over our first touchdown. Picks, but here's the props. Lots of prop game uh, props out there. Uh, I'm going against you, Harry. Here. I usually take a player prop in this spot, mm-hmm. but I saw on Fandle the adjusted under 37 and a half is plus 280. Cincinnati's played four games that combined landed under 31 points. Uh, Ravens high scoring lately, but they have three games that fell under 37 and a half this year for Thursday night football. The last two have fallen under 37 and a half. Three of the last five have gone under 37 and a half. Uh, even between these two playing, there was a 1917 in there back in 2022. I think it's good value at almost three to one for this adjusted under when we see uh, it's cold, you know, three days rest or the three, you know, three days less rest, 20 to 14 is a very possible score in these crapshoot three day rest games. Even 2017 gets it done. Uh, I'm going to take that adjusted under plus 280. All right, brother Bry, you have uh Mark Andrews. Yeah, I'm going to go Mark Andrews over 57 and a half receiving yards. Like the Bengals have given up the fifth most receiving yards to tight ends, right? And if you look at at the last three games, the Bengals have given up 71 to Schultz, Harry's boy, right? We we have to talk about him again. Yeah, but everyone does that. Everyone does that. Yeah. (laughs) 81 to Kincaid. And 149 to Kittle. Those are the three last wow. three games. And look, Andrew, look, Andrews is averaging 58 yards per game. So maybe the odds makers were very lazy here at setting the line at 57 and a half. I just think it's a little bit too low. I, I think Jackson relies on him a lot in this game, especially against this defense. I think he has a big game here. It goes for, you know, 70, 80 yards here in a touchdown right. problem. Yep. That'll be good. That might mesh with something I have to say a little later on. All right, Parley Kid, you have a rushing prop here. Yeah, I have Lamar Jackson to be the leading rusher in this game at plus 390, Sal. Ooh, like that. Uh, he, was, he was the Ravens' leading rusher last week. Uh, in fact, for the season, he's only about two yards per game behind Gus Edwards. And no I think the Ravens' defense uh, is very solid. They weren't great last week against the Browns against the run, but traditionally always good against the run. I think they stop Mixon, force uh, Burrow to take to the air. Plus, I think Cincinnati will be playing from behind in this game. Uh, I think this might just be a matter of Lamar breaking one off here uh, in this primetime uh, mm. battle. Uh, and at plus 390, for a guy that uh, is, always has solid rushing numbers, uh, maybe he gets back up to his 70 or 80-yard rushing total and easily wins this for me. Yeah, you're right. He's kind of due for a... a- Big, big, big performance. Yeah, I mean, even Mixon, even Mixon is he's averaging fifty nine yards per game this year. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's you know, Lamar's about ten yards off that pace. So it's really just one long Lamar run from uh, me right. you know, probably having a really good odds on this uh, bet here. So all right, uh, Harry Bateman, this is Justin or. Ju- uh, Jason or Justine? Which one? Which Bateman? Rashad. Rashad. Oh, Rashad. Okay. Let's go over 24 and a half receiving yards at minus 114. It's been used a little bit more lately. Uh, last two games, he's had his uh, season highs in targets. Um, he's gone over 24 and a half yards in four straight games. Uh, and he's gone over 24 and a half yards in two of three career games against Cincinnati in his career. So let's go Bateman over 24 and a half yards. 
All right. Now I hesitate to do this and this is where you could go, you know, I don't know, grab a cup of coffee or something, make a ham sandwich. <laughs> uh, first touchdown picks here. We were down 32 units. So that means we went eight weeks, the four of us oh. without hitting one. And then I hit Najee Harris a couple weeks ago. It wasn't even that much. Was it six to one or something? I don't even know what, uh, and then Carolina, Chicago, but we do this every Thursday night and we didn't have a chance. The Panthers punt return, uh, scored. And that was like the only touchdown they, they, they put up. I think it was an ugly game. So we weren't really expected to win that, but we're doing it again. I can easily walk away from this fellas, but we want to parlor <laughs> kid, brother, bride, the brothers want to play this out to the end of the year. I forget what we do on Thanksgiving. What will we do next week? Do we just do the Cowboys game? I forgot Ooh. how we do that. I'm going to have to check. Uh, we probably did all three. We did all three. Well, let's not do that. Let's not <laughs> no, do that. no, no, no. We can't do that to people. <laughs> uh, Edwards, is, Edwards plus 650. Yes. Mixon also plus 650. Jamar Chase plus 850. These numbers actually have been moving around all uh, all day. I'm going to yeah. go Andrews. Bry has the over 57 and a half from, uh, yardage wise, but I'm going to go for first touchdown, 10 to 1 odds. Six touchdowns this year for Mark Andrews. He scored in four games. That's over four games. He scored against Cincinnati earlier this year. He scored his team's first touchdown against Arizona. He has uh, 13 red zone targets. That's the most for a pass catcher on this team. He's definitely in the mix down by the goal line. And the Bengals, uh, Bry went over the numbers. Not good against tight ends, uh, especially lately, but uh, 19th in the league overall. Andrews could be productive. I think 10-1 is decent value except that one of us, me, has taken it in this riddle category that we temporarily solved and then right back to our losing way. So Andrews, 10 to 1, that's my pick. Harry, you're going with, uh, with the co one of the co-favorites here, Mixon, 650. Yeah, I'm going to take Mixon. Um, he scored four touchdowns in his last five games, Sal, against Baltimore. He's found the end zone in three straight for Cincinnati. None of them were first touchdown, but still three straight games with a touchdown. Let's go mixing it plus 650. All right. See, short and sweet there, brother Bry. Uh, that's how you do it when we're losing left and right. You're going Boyd here. Yeah, Tyler Boyd at 14 1. Look, this guy couldn't have cost me more money last week, right? But <laughs> even though he cost me a ton, he still had a big game, especially with Higgins out, right? He had eight receptions on 12 targets for 117 yards. In the last game against the Ravens, he had six receptions for 52 yards. Has only two two touchdowns in his last four games, though. But I think Burrow's going to still show some confidence in him, especially early, trying to get get him the ball. Yeah, you know, we saw Irwin score the first touchdown in the last game, uh, so I think yeah, I, I think he could look Boyd's way early on in this game, trying to get him some confidence. Harley yeah. kid, all over Lamar, all over. Yeah, why not just stick game. with Lamar at nine to one here, Sal? Uh, mm -hmm. He's gone three straight without a touchdown after scoring five uh, throughout the first. Uh, uh, half dozen games or so. So hmm. uh, he's due for a, a game here. He had 12 carries for 54 yards against Cincinnati the first time around. Uh, why not, you know, short distance, long distance. He's always a threat to score. Let's, let's go with one of the favorites here with, in Lamar Jackson. All right. I have to say, it's like a relief when we're done with the first touchdown picks because I feel dirty. I feel like I need to shower. I mean, we have like 20 minutes left in the podcast, so I'll wait. But uh, I, I don't feel right doing that to people unless they're just if there was a way to short us. I guess just stay away from these four. Right. And uh, and that's that. But <laughs> I wish there was a different way to do it. All right. Anyway, uh, let's take another break and we will be back with our college picks Four big games uh, coming up. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Lululemon. Guys, if you're ready for a new pair of pants, try one of Lululemon's ABC pants. They're made to make you look and feel good. And there's lots of different styles to choose from. My favorite, because I walk around LA every day, I like the joggers. 
I'm not jogging. I'm just walking fast. But if you're working out, I would try them out. And if you want something a little sleek, maybe business-like, maybe try the ABC Slim Fit Trouser. But I am a joggers guy. I just, once COVID happened, I was just like, I'm, I want to wear jogging pants and joggers and all kinds of soft pants as much as I possibly can, especially when I'm working out. Ultra comfortable and versatile. ABC pants are really in a league of their own. Buy a pair right now at lululemon.com. All right, let's do it. College football action. I looked at the games. I'm like, yeah, these stink. And then I'm like, oh, all right. A couple of these could be good and potentially meaningful. You got a, an undefeated, a couple undefeateds that might have a battle. One of them, Georgia, 10 and a half point favorite, 58 and a half uh, at Tennessee. Uh, they're just thumping teams lately, these Bulldogs. And Bowers is back last week and they got McConkey and, you know, Carson Beck is in a rhythm. Average margin of victory is 25 over the last five games. And then there's Tennessee struggling, right? They lost two of the last four versus Alabama and Missouri. And that Mizzou game wasn't close. It was disgusting from the start. Um, you know, they've allowed 13 and 17 versus their last two SEC opponents in the first half and now face this monster. That's why I'm taking Georgia minus six and a half first half. Georgia first half, three of the last four SEC matchups, 24, 26, and 28 points. It's different, brother Brian, than the beginning of the year when we were waiting for them to get behind and then live betting them against, uh, who was it, Auburn? And then yeah. someone else? It was back to I don't back know games. who it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, Auburn, uh, I can't remember the second one. South Carolina, possibly. Yeah, I think that's it. Oh, yeah, it. South so Carolina. Those, you got it there. Those days are over. Vols allowed 530 yards total offense last week against Missouri. I don't see it getting better, even at home against Georgia. I think it's like 27-10 first half, Parley Kid. That's why I'm laying the six and a half. As long as it's under seven, I don't mind that. You like Georgia also. Yeah, I'll take Georgia minus the 10 and a half here, Sal. Uh, just for the same exact reasons you just said. They've been a juggernaut as of as of late. Uh, you know, we we knew they were good coming into the year, and uh, they had some games where they maybe necessarily didn't blow a team out. But lately, boy, oh boy, and 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 then getting uh, that you know powers back um, mm-hmm. uh, at, at the tight end spot has just really uh, going to ignite this team as it did. I mean, I was really uh, you know we I think we were both on Mississippi last week, yeah, right, we Sal? Were. Yeah, we were. Right. My apologies to the Bulldogs for even thinking that Mississippi <laughs> could cover in that game uh, when they did for about a quarter uh, mm. or a quarter and a half. But then it just went the other way. I think this game is going to play out the exact same way. I think Georgia just eventually bullies you around on the offensive line, on the defensive line. They just start to take over games after about a quarter and two quarters. They pull away especially in the second half. They went pretty big here, Sal, against right. Tennessee. Well, Car- Carson Beck said he accepts your apology. He just wrote in. He heard it. And, uh, <laughs> so that's good. So we started even with them. All right, Clemson, six-and-a-half point favorite. They're home against Carolina. UNC with a nail-biter win versus um, uh, Duke, right? Tate was there. Yep. Tate Frazier, Master Tate. Eight. Did he rush the field? He claims he didn't rush the we field. We don't really has- know. We don't really right. know. He's got video of, mm. well, whatever. He sent us video of what appears to be him and his, you know, it would be nice if he made a sound or something, but I, he, Brian, he easily could have given his friend <laughs> the camera 
right? Or taking uh-huh. someone else's footage. Yeah, well, footage. it's funny. I, I don't know. He he was texting us, so it's very possible. I have bashed anybody who rushes the field in those type of games, right? And, and they, I, I get I get it's a rivalry that game. That might be one of the worst. They were an 11.5-point favorite. Yeah, 11.5-point yeah. yeah. favorite. Please. I mean, they should have been an even bigger favorite, and they blew the game. They were lucky to win that game. I mean, they, right. they should have won that game by 20 at one point. Um so, yeah, you can't storm the field after that. So, you know, maybe he knew he was just going to get bashed by me if, if, he, if he did. So that was his video proof. I'm just going to take gonna video. Know. Yeah, we don't know, though. He doesn't say anything. Definitely 47, uh, 47, 45, they won. Drake May over 300 yards and a touchdown. Eh, it's fine. Fine performance. And now an eight-win team, almost a touchdown dog to a six-win team. I'm going to read into this rat line and I'm going to take Clemson minus six and a half Tar Heels 61st in the country uh, with regards to opponents scoring. They give up 25 and a half a game. I feel like Cade Klubnick. I know we hated him early on. He's getting it together. Four touchdowns last week. I know it was against Georgia Tech, but he beat Notre Dame. That was a statement game. And now up against the second worst pass defense in the conference, UNC one and four against the spread in the last five against Clemson. I think Dabo beats Mac here 31 22. Oh, I don't get there with your with that score. Oh, you don't. Do I? Oh, that sucks. Uh, sorry, Brian. That sucks. Right. What kind of Disregard score is it. that? Yeah. Disregard. Look, I'll, I'll add a field goal to each. 34 I'm, 25. I'm taking the over 58 and a half because I just cannot pick this game. I've sucked with both teams this season, right? I would lean Clemson because I think you're right. It's a little fishy that it's six and a half, but mm-hmm. I, I think you got it there. But over 50 and a half. 58 and a half here. North, North Carolina couldn't stop the backup QB on Duke the other day in, in big spots late. Uh, you know, they give up 45 to Duke. They give up 42 to Georgia Tech. It, it's been really awful defensively. And it's possible Clemson has found their groove a little bit over the last two weeks. And, and you know, this North Carolina team, I enjoy watching May. I hate betting this team. They've just been uh, mm-hmm. disgraceful defensively here. So I think I think this is a rather high-scoring mm. game. Uh, I think there's like, you know, I, I could see Clemson, you know, 38 uh, – 38, 28, something like that. Yeah. I mean, they just came off 92 points. You're right. So yeah. it's tough to cut off that 34 uh, right from there. All right. Uh, Oregon State, Washington, Harry. The Beavers, two and a half point favorites. 63 and a half is the over under. I know Washington's undefeated, but they are primed to get picked off, huh? They have been too mm-hmm. lucky in some of these games. I, I almost feel this is too easy. I know they're the undefeated team. But I almost feel like giving two and a half is too easy. Could it be this easy? Beavers four and one against the spread at home, 14 and two against the spread in the last 16 at home. I just think they're going to run all over them. They have Martinez yeah. over six yards of carry, right? He's Fenwick. great. He's he's great, Martinez. Yeah, this guy, solid. Deshaun so Fenwick's great too. And, uh, and yeah. the rush defense is 127th in the country, Washington. So that's rough. That just that could be the whole game. Now, I know there's matchup problems the other way too but uh i think dju is going to hold his own against Penix. talk about storm in the field bry beavers fans do it 33 20 mm. fine uh I like it. harry you uh like it too i do sal uh i just feel like uh it's and you do too it feel uh, it feels like uh, and you time. do too Six straight wins by 10 points or less. DJU and the Beavers coming off 60 point, 62 point performance versus Sanford. A team Washington gave up 33 points to and struggled against Oregon State 16 and one in their last 17 games in Corvallis. You guys mentioned Damian Martinez. 
Uh, it's already over a thousand yards on the season. Sal, six point six yards carry. If he gets it going, that'll keep Penix and Washington's offense off the field. Plus, with a win, Oregon State could still make it to the Pac-12 title game. They do have Oregon next week, so Oregon minus the two and a half looks solid. All right, another uh, Pac-12. I, I looked at this, Brian, and I'm like, why are we, why are we even going over this? This is not a good game. Yeah. USC six and another six and a half, though. I'll say that six and a half point favorite, sixty-five and a half versus UCLA. Turmoil here in the South Bay with these football teams. USC defensive coordinator fired last week. Chip Kelly may be out at UCLA. The Bruins lost three of the last five. Um, USC dropped what four of their last five, and their one win was by a point over Cal. Um, just ugliness. They played Oregon tougher than I thought they would. They didn't roll over three and eight. UCLA is against the spread USC two and seven against the spread. Well, I don't know why we're doing this game. It was 48, 45 last year. It was a good game. And Caleb Williams should, should hold his own here. I'm not, you know, he's not going to flop. I don't think against UCLA, but I'm looking at Carson Steele, the running back. It's not been great. I think he gets going on the ground for UCLA USC's defense allows 182 rushing yards per game. That's their kryptonite as much as the passing, more more even so than the pass defense. Uh, but Caleb Williams, I think, gets the last laugh at the Coliseum. I'll say 31-28, but I'm taking the points. Did I do all right by with, with that score, bro? Yeah, you're going under, right? Yeah, I'm going under, under 65 yeah. and a half. I don't know if that hasn't changed, right? I think that's, that's I'll look, still I'm pretty the sure line. That's the Let's see. Uh, what, what the hell time is yeah, this? Yeah, you're good. Uh, right? Yeah, 60, 65 and a half. Yep. Uh, look, it's not a normal UCLA team, right? They've they've had a really tough time scoring, right? Back to back games, they scored ten points and seven points and ten points to Arizona and Arizona State, right? So no wonder why Chip Kelly is on the hot seat, right? Seventeen points in the last two games against Pac-12 teams. You'd think you'd be putting up a lot against them. Uh, really bad there. Even the Colorado game was really low scoring. And mm-hmm. I would say, you know, on the flip side, defensively, UCLA has been pretty solid. Um, so I, this is not good. I know you mentioned the 48-45 game last year, but that was with uh, Dorian Thompson-Robinson. Mm-hmm. We're not going to see that again. I think this is more like 30-24. Uh, maybe that's even a little too high, but I'm going to go kind of way under that 65 and a half. Seems really Yeah, high. it's one thing to... Um... It's one thing to score seven against Utah like that. Utah does that to you and Utah was home, but some yeah. of these other, it, it, it's not good. They should, right. I'm trying to, I'm looking at, yeah, you're right. 28 against Colorado and it took them forever to get that. And that Arizona state game was just, just awful. And Arizona. Uh, all right. What else do we have? Is that it? Oh, oh I, I should mention the five and O between these two teams since 2018, but you're right. Why'd Brian. you say Different, that? I don't know. No, but I think UCLA is under the last seven. Is that what you said? Just in this this year. I don't know. I had it written down. I had to read it. All right. We're going to take a break. Then Sharp Tank. These guys give me their best for the week. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Lincoln in the all-new 2024 Nautilus Hybrid. Featuring customizable 48-inch panoramic display, available Revel audio system, and available perfect position front seats with active motion massage. Oh, my God. The world isn't wide enough. Visit Lincoln.com to learn more. Some models, trims, and features may not be available or may be subject to change. Check with your local retailer for current information. Lincoln and Nautilus are trademarks of Ford or its affiliates. All right, Sharp Tank. These guys give me their best bets, and I pick one, I back it, and uh, with all my might, I back it, but just one. 
Gotta like one better than the other two. Harry, you lost last week. You had the Steelers game under. Didn't matter. I didn't go with you, right? So, uh, right. So you were on your own. Good for you. Now you're coming back at us with a uh, a big parlay. What is this? Yes, a plus four forty seven parlay on the money line. Ooh. Both teams at plus one thirty four. Both in college. I'm going to start with Illinois over Iowa in Iowa City. I'm going to take, uh, like I said, Illinois. I think this line is very fishy. The line itself is three and a half. I'm going to take the money line here. Doesn't make any sense to me. Iowa's five and two in first place in the um, Big Ten West. Illinois is just three and four and has given up the second most points overall in the West. Only Purdue has been worse, who's been terrible this year. This quarterback for Illinois last week against Indiana came out of nowhere. First start of the season, quarterback John Paddock came off the bench, like I said, had 500 yards passing and four touchdowns. Very fishy line here. So give me the money line on Illinois. I'm going to parlay that with the UNLV running Rebels (laughs) over Air Force. Now, UNLV is having possibly their best season ever. Uh, They're tied with Air Force for first place in the Mountain West. They're like the Dalton Schultz of the Mountain West. I've seen people write write it out. Pretty much. Pretty much. Their losses were seven seven, seven points to Fresno (laughs) and very respectable. Respectable. Lost by 28 at Michigan. Uh, Mm -hmm. I don't know what's happened to my Air Force since I predicted them to go undefeated. They lost by 20 to Army, who has four wins this year and uh, barely beat Bill Simmons' Holy Cross last week by three. And we're check this out. I don't know. If, you know. I know you probably didn't have this, but they were minus fifteen hundred in the last game of the week last week at Hawaii. Minus fifteen hundred Air Force was on the money line. They lost that game by fourteen. Wow. I don't know what's happened to them. So give me UNLV and Illinois both on the money line. Both at plus one thirty four pays plus nice. four forty seven. All right. Well, they can't come back. I don't know what's happened to my Air Forces. Might be the quote of the podcast. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. <laughs> All right, uh, brother Bry, what you got? Your winner right, last well, week was uh, the Lions. That was I fun. The Lions two and a half. Yeah, so that was a that was a nice one. I will say, I still have only lost once since we since we've been Amazing. over. The wow, so you're yeah. nine and one in sharp tank picks. At least or nine and one or yeah. ten and one. Okay. whatever it is. So yeah. I, uh, you you might think this is crazy, and you I know off the bat you're already not going to like this one, but I'm taking the Jets at plus seven here. Uh, not mm-hmm. a, uh, not a lot of games I love on the board. I don't know if you guys feel the same way just because they're such high spreads. And I think Parley Kid is taking pretty much every other game here. So I think that left me with the Jets. Uh, Oregon State, <laughs> if, if you guys didn't cover Oregon State, I would have made that probably my best bet because I've I've thought that since the beginning of the year, that was the one the one game yeah. I think Oregon State gets. Uh, but I think, look, seven points here. The, the Bills shouldn't be favored by seven against any AFC team right now. Like I, it's a short week for them. I know they fired Dorsey, but the way this offense has been, been there, they were going to struggle again against the jets, right? The last three games, 22, 16 jets, 20 to 12 bills, which I guess would have covered, but still low scoring and 20 to 17 jets, right? It's going mm-hmm. to be the same type of game. And I think it's going to likely come down to which quarterback is going to turn the ball over more. Uh, the bills have not played well since October 1st, the giants again, should have yeah. won that game, kept it close. I think the Jets will too. I think this is another 20 to 16 type of game. And I love that this line jumped to, to seven just because I think it's it's way too high, regardless of how you feel about the Jets and their offense being one of the worst. It's, it's too many points. All right. I heard you out. Let me process that. Parley kid. 
what are you gonna what are you doing here? You had a winner last week. You had the uh, 49ers. That was nice. Yeah, that was about as easy as it can get. I think that puts me if it's uh whether it's ten or eleven games, either seven and three or eight and three since I nice. return uh to the ringer. Uh so I'm gonna go with one of my old fashioned money line parlays with these heavy money line favorites, oh, no. Sal. So I know you <laughs> love these too. Mm-hmm. I know and and the, the the better odds would go on which one of these teams will screw me. So, say, like the Fanduel should put that out really. Like which one of these teams will screw the parlay no, kid, yeah. and, and like and put odds on that. Um, but I'm going to take the Dolphins. Okay, against the Raiders. Raiders are flying high after two wins against the mighty Jets and Giants. Uh, they'll come crashing down to earth here when they play finally play a real offense. Uh, the Cowboys uh, at Carolina, Sal. Um, uh, look, Cowboys are just simply, simply a better team. Uh, they win this game commanders home against the giants. Uh, the giants are in what better way to tank than just put a helpless quarterback out there, uh, for the rest of the season. Uh, giants appear to be doing at least at this point, commanders win that game, uh, lions at home against the bears. Um, again, same type of reasoning. Lions are just better team and 49ers roll it up on the Buccaneers. Sal, I know it's five teams plus 128. I know. Mm-hmm. I would, I honestly, <laughs> like if I said to you, well, here's the thing. I, right, is, I'm trying are to any my of these head. teams losing are any I'm, of them losing? I'm the only team what, on the road here is the Cowboys. Yeah. Right? So this, this is okay. I'm going over my head. What would the rationale be after they lost? Like Cowboys lose like, Oh, this is our team, Darren. We could never put it together three weeks in a row. <laughs> yes. Right. Yeah. Commanders, yeah. Com- commanders <laughs> lose. What the hell were we laying minus four fifty with the commanders? They stink. You know, who cares who they're playing? Uh, the lions. Oh man. What same old lions we're looking ahead to Thanksgiving. Um, 49ers. I don't know what I would say. Baker just screws us every time, every turn. Right. And, uh, the Dolphins, I don't know what I'd say either. Uh, but it's five teams. Shit. Have we learned? Have we not learned anything? Have we not? <laughs> We're still gonna make these bets. Uh, come on, you're six. Gonna, you make are gonna be making something like this, though, Sal. You're gonna have all I these teams have, on. I think I have three Probably of them. Probably with eight. some more. My wager like rager for TV. Yeah, right. I think I do. Right. Uh all right, let me think about this. Bright, you're you're plus seven. I I I took the bills on TV and I think Parley Kid is going to join me. I mean, I know he is on Cousin Sal's winning weekend for Friday. I think we both have the bills, although I agree with every single thing you said. I, I don't know. I don't I can't count on them scoring like more than 23 points if they get that high. So why the hell would I lay seven? And yet I got to I have to stay away. I, I have to. I no. think there's a little payback from that week. Fair. one. It's got to be a little bit. A little yeah. bit. Parley Kid, this seems like um, this is uh, October. This is October 1991, this bet for yes, us. Yes, that's what <laughs> I'm just, exactly. I mean, we're just, we're talking really ourselves is. into this. It really is. And the way they, the three good teams went down last week, I just feel like, I don't know. I don't know. And in October of 1991, Sal, <laughs> yeah. I made f- one bet a week for 14 weeks. Yeah. And I was 12 and two. And it was right. always three or four teamers. I know this is five. But were you saving I, up for something? This, you were saving up for is, like an engagement ring or something. This is how I made my something. first two hundred bucks. Sal. this is how I made it. I can't remember. You were saving up <laughs> I was for something. Twenty bucks. I was, yeah. was twenty bucks a week. 
I know. 20 bucks. I know. There you go. Oh All right. Gosh. Well, it was a long time ago. Uh, <laughs> do you still have that money? No, that's gone. That's got to be gone. All right. I'm going to go with Harry because I didn't understand a goddamn word he said. So I'm going to go right. with his with UNLV and Mountain Boy, <laughs> all this crap. Uh, so, Harry, let's do this. Plus 447. What is yep. it? Illinois right. and UNLV money line parlay, right? Yep. All right. Let's do it. There we go. So. Uh, that, that Illinois yeah. game is going to be what? It's going to be like seven to three, and we're going to get like a duh text. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the overall is 30 and a half. Too, oh, yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. That, that's, a, that's a fortune. 30 and a half. Are you kidding? <laughs> um, I guess we could check in. Uh, we haven't talked. I feel bad. Not really bad. The NBA midseason tournament, it's about half over, Bry. Is that what's going on? I think yeah, they, well, they said it's half over when Draymond choked somebody out, right? That's half time. <laughs> <laughs> Did he get any help from his teammates, Gobert? I know they slowed down the footage, but he was uh, it was a good he five was Mississippi really count. I was going to say he was in. that right. That was like a Roddy Piper sleeper hold. <laughs> that was like he was really holding he was trying on to, to that for a, right. Yeah, he was, he was like really legit yeah. trying to choke about. Like it was a little. <laughs> it was that now that's a little messed up. I mean, Jesus. I mean, it's one thing. Uh, to be nobody pull, came to his defense. They're like, "Hey, no. hey, cut it out, cut it out, right? <laughs> stop, stop doing that." Right, right, right. I know. Right. I mean, they're like, he, they, they, so he did start COVID, Gobert. Right, so. he did bring <laughs> COVID stateside. Yeah, that's true. So maybe that was, uh, yeah. maybe that was payback. But I don't know what we. Uh, I, don't, I, I, you know, our, I, I tell our buddy Alec, Charlotte wins for uh, prettiest court. Is there an award for that? I don't even know what they're playing for. What is this? Uh, Really? Are they keeping those courts that way only, the whole season? No, just only, for, for only for the in season game. So, you, yeah, so you good. know, so you know, like you play. Gotcha. You honestly, you play two games yeah. on on that court. So mm -hmm. they did. Okay. All I told that. Simmons. I, I hate complimenting him, but he did say like those odds for the good teams were very high at the beginning of it before it started. They were all like nine to one. The Celtics, the Bucks were nine to one. Right. Uh, and now they're well, down when to you think, when you think about five. it, yeah, it's probably it's a little different, I guess, than soccer, too. Right. Because soccer, when they play those cup games, it's like mm -hmm. on a day that's normally an off day. So they play like their backups like in the NBA. You don't necessarily play hard every night. So it gives incentives for those four mm -hmm. days for a good team to actually play hard. So it's like I was I wasn't thinking that either. I thought there may be some injuries, but it seems like the better teams for the most part. The Thunder are the one mm -hmm. team. I think they're one and two. Yeah, um, so I don't far, even see it, them. Yeah. Where are they? Yeah, they're uh, two hundred eighty to one. Uh, listen, I, I know I can't say anything bad about this in-season tournament or Wemby. I'll get excommunicated from the ringer, but uh, they needed to do. I'm just going to ask you guys a simple question: In all of basketball, college, high school, men's, women, what is the most exciting thing about basketball? What's the most exciting thing? You're going to say March Madness. Well, no, just the one like play or what, like a buzzer beater, right? Just to win. Oh, the thing yeah, I yeah, bet yeah. against. Like just yeah, a, yeah, of course. You, what, yeah, yeah. One shot at the end, you're out. That's what I know it would have screwed up the schedule. I know there's no way to schedule for that if it's single elimination, but this should have been a single elimination tournament. Get it, get that excitement of the NCAA, yeah. which is the best. Yeah, you can sure. say what you want about the NCAA, mm -hmm. but that's the best part of it. Like, yeah, that's it. You lose, you're out. You see some sad faces. The fans are like, oh, what the hell just happened? Not this three. Oh, you have three. Oh, you lost two. Oh, you get four more. What? I don't even know how many games any of these games. Yeah, but that's the thing too, Sal. Some of these teams are have played three games in this tournament. Some yeah. teams have played one. Well, uh, you don't. What's the schedule? How's it you you right. only know because of the courts, which is ridiculous. Right. That's the only only way you know. Sal, that it's I totally, yeah. I totally agree. I feel yeah. like it should be one or the other, right? It should either be that. 
It should either right. be like a, a one, you know, one and done tournament. Yeah. Or it should be more than four games. Like what, what, who cares about four? Why isn't it eight? Like what's the difference? Yeah. What's right. the difference, right? Don't you want to extend it a little bit? Like you're already going to be over with it. It's like four games. Sure. Right? Make it I know. A couple it's weird. More. You think, uh, you um, know what? Yeah, you know what? It should be nothing. It shouldn't be anything at all. <laughs> you're <laughs> probably right, <laughs> Sal. But being that I, I know one of the players, I forget who it was, you know, was um, lobbying for uh, like an automatic playoff bid for the winner of this yeah. tournament, which means I, you would have to extend it yeah, to later to in the season for this. Have to be which, like, but right. that would be, I would be fine with that too. But then I where do be, you put that? What what seed is I that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I really and my don't. My way sucks too because you, everyone's schedule is screwed up. How are you going to get 81 games, 82 right. out of everybody? I know, if, uh, I know. Right. I don't know. Exactly. But uh, I don't know. This ain't, but no, it's great. It's all great. Everyone's doing a great job uh, publicizing <laughs> it. Um, there you go. Drink my choked out Colbert. Uh, I, 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 boy, they've been talking about this for three years, Harry, this F1 in Vegas. And um, Fandle has odds all over the place. I don't understand it, but I'm going to take a Ferrari car to have the fastest lap at plus 550. Now, whether I lived in New York or California, the Ferrari seem to have very, very fast cars. If you're on the the freeway and there's a Ferrari just uh, blows by you. So that's what I'm going with, Harry, plus 550. Are you going to make a bet on this? I may. I'll have to look. I haven't. I looked for it. I couldn't find it. I couldn't find, the, ad. I couldn't find the ad. That's because you didn't know. He, Harry didn't know to go to motorsports. He motor was just sports, looking for Harry. His motor yeah. skills are bad, so he didn't know to go to motorsports. <laughs> racing, and then it was horse racing. So then I'm like, I, I quit. <laughs> Can I say Harry did? Uh, somebody did write about Harry with this whole Dalton Schultz thing. We started with Dalton Schultz. Let's end with it. But Harry, somebody wrote hmm. with you. They we broke out that video. You praising Dalton Schultz and. And what what did someone say? They said <laughs> Doug Desane may have said something. Our buddy Doug no, Desane said something. No, it wasn't Doug. It was a it was no. a nondescript. He praised me. Oh, that's right. Doug praised me about uh, my uh, Cy Young pick. No, somebody said Harry's <laughs> level of stupidity never ceases to amaze me. No, that yeah, that, down. Was, yeah. that was something else. I think that, that looked like it was a Chiefs fan, right, or something. That yeah, that, I think yes. Yeah, so I looked it up. Fed it's up a Chiefs with fan. the Andy yeah. Reid stuff. Yeah. Uh, again, well, again, by the way, Dalton Schultz uh, more yards per reception than Kelsey this year too. Mm. So I'll throw that in. All right. Yeah. Okay, I, Harry, yeah. I'm going to tell you, I I don't defend you a lot. I I disagree with this guy. All right. I'm on your side. It, you, uh, I'm. I'm not amazed anymore when you say stupid things. Unlike this guy, I'm not amazed. Good. I'm not very amazed. Good. I'm, I'm good. sticking up for you. What are you doing? You're I appreciate it. Yeah, love it. All right, it. Love good. It. Love it. Love all it all. Right. All right. Uh, oh. Parley Kid is on Cousin Sal's winning weekend. Uh, Eli Manning is on Cousin Sal's winning weekend. Nice. Billy Walters nice. is on Cousin Sal's winning wow. weekend this Friday, 10 a.m. The big guns this week. That's it. The big three. The original big three. (laughs) Walters, Sicoli, Manning. Together, all on one show. That's uh, that's going to be Gunsell's winning weekend, FanDuel TV. And that's going to do it for another episode of Against All Odds for Mikey Meatballs and the D3. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping.
You must be 21 or older and present in select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. You have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Kentucky, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text H-O-P-E-N-Y in New York. This episode is brought to you by Empower. You got money questions like, can I retire early? What are my best savings options? Can I afford to pay for my kid's education? Luckily, Empower has all the answers. With Empower's real-time dashboard and real live conversations, you get clarity on your real-life financial goals. So join 18 million Americans and empower what's next. Start today at empower.com. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Sponsored by Empower, not an endorsement or a statement of satisfaction by a client. 